Hello, welcome back to Clay, the podcast for Christian men designed to be the best that they can possibly be. Creatives leaders always yearning for more Jesus in their life, in your life, in my life, and in those lives of, of, of those around us. I mean, this is uh, part of the mission. This is part of uh, why we uh, meet here via this medium here, this podcasting medium. Uh, it is to start the conversation, continue the conversation, uh, give you some talking points, give you some things to think about as you have opportunities with uh, your brothers in Christ to grow a relationship, to think a little bit deeper, to move a bit more, and to get more involved in your faith, actually living it out. A week ago, we had a episode go live called Accidentally Living. And today being Memorial Day, it would uh, make sense to spend a lot of time talking about uh, patriotism and our country and the freedom that we have and uh, and I, I would love to, to do that. I'd love to spend uh, a large amount of time talking about that because uh, it, is, um, it is a blessing to uh, be in a country where we've had so many fight and die for our freedoms and for the freedoms uh, really around the world in, in many capacities. Just the idea of freedom and what we've been able to accomplish as a nation and who we are. And uh, we may not always be excited about who we are, but uh, it is worth it to take a moment today and remember those who have fought and lost their lives for this for this great country. Uh, it is worth it to take a uh, pause and at least uh, spend some time uh, maybe during the barbecue or aside from it or wherever. And just think about the fact that uh, we live here in this nation. If you're listening to this and you're in the U.S., uh, you're here if you're not listening to this. I know that we actually have a couple of listeners uh, in the Netherlands. Uh, hello to you. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is a great nation that we live in, uh, the United States of America. We are uh, incredibly blessed, and we have uh, much to be grateful for. Uh, let us not forget that. Now, that being said, this episode is not about Memorial Day. It is uh, not about uh, this, uh, this great nation. Uh, it's not about that at all. It is about something a bit more specific and more granular to uh, you and uh, your life and mine as well. I have a couple of stories that I'm going to share with you today. This episode's probably not going to be overly long. Uh, we, we might hit our average time of, of 20 minutes or so for you. But this is uh, meant to be a part two to the podcast titled Accidentally, Accidentally Living. Excuse my, my stutter there. Uh, Accidentally Living. This is uh, part two. And so, uh, being part two, my hope is, my hope is that you won't just tune this out, but that you will continue thinking about uh, this concept uh, because it's incredibly important to uh, identify purpose and keep your purpose in the forefront of your mind and uh, evidence in your life. Uh, to honestly, if you have to, to hang it up on the wall so that you remember uh, what it is that you woke up to do and what it is that you. Are going to fight for today. Uh, it is imperative that you keep track of and keep this in front of you. Uh, and my couple of stories I'm going to share with you uh, go hand in hand uh, with this idea of keeping your purpose in front of you. Uh, it should be uh, it should be a thing that you look to and that you uh, move towards uh, day after day. Now uh, that being said, there are a lot of things that the world will tell you about what your purpose is, and that is much of uh, what accidentally living is about. And so I encourage you to go back to uh, that podcast and listen to that one if you have not. It is the uh, two uh, well, it's two episodes prior to this one, uh, and uh, just give that a listen and uh, start that conversation there. 
If you are having trouble deciding why it is that you uh, that you're living, uh, what your life is for, then that's a really a great conversation for you to be having with other men in your life because uh, you're not you're not alone in that. Uh, you're not the only guy out there who's going, man. I really I kind of wonder, I wonder what this all means. I wonder what it's all about. Uh, you're not, and God is gracious and good, and His Word, uh, His Word highlights. Uh, what your life is about and mine uh, pretty clearly. Now, it's going to look different. It's going to have uh, different, uh, different. Uh, well, it's, it's a different framework, so to speak, and it's going to be uh, filled in differently. Uh, your life is not going to look the same as mine, just like mine's not going to look the same as somebody else's. But uh, the uh, general consensus and, and the reason for uh, why God created us uh, is is the same. Uh, and uh, there's purpose behind that. And that's a, that's a great that's a great study. It's a great conversation. Uh, and that's something that is worth wrestling with and, and, and dealing with and contending with so that you can see clearly what it is that uh, you're here to do, uh, why it is that you woke up today, uh, and that your life isn't an accident and that you shouldn't be living life accidentally. I'll say that again. Your life is not an accident and you should not be living life accidentally. Those are two different things. Again, your life is not an accident. Your life is not an accident. There is reason for you to have breath in your lungs today. There is reason for you to be moving, to be thinking, to see, to talk, to be able to hear this audio right now. There's, there's reason for all of these things. And it's not uh, to hype you up and to get you excited about this life and to just go out and have this great, great life here. I, I do want you to have a great life here. But I want you to define that great appropriately through through God's word, through his standards. And I want you to truly have a great life because of those things, not because you're living according to the world and being edified by the world, an empty, fruitless world. I spoke a little bit previously about a conversation I got to have with a family member uh, going to a dinner that I did not want to go to. Uh, I, again, uh, I had things to do. Uh, I didn't really want to go. And my, uh, my, my hesitation for going is just the fact that I was busy. I had a list of things to do, and my wife and I are trying to get ready for our, uh, our daughter to be born, and I just I had a lot of things to do and a lot of work I was trying to get wrapped up before uh, she did come and before I had some planned time off. And uh, basically, I was being selfish and didn't want to go. I ended up going and having a phenomenal conversation with uh, my wife's grandfather, uh, much about Jesus, a lot about We actually talked for probably about an hour, and we had a lot of just, just great conversation. Uh, he, had, he just had a lot of questions, the, a lot of questions. The conversation actually started at dinner with, so I have a, a religious question for you. And uh, if you're like me, you, you love it when those conversations happen. If you're not like me, then that might cause you to panic, I suppose. Uh, but I, I, think it's, I think it's a blast. I think it's so much fun uh, to have those conversations. And we had a great, great conversation, one that I am uh, incredibly grateful for. Um, incredibly grateful for. And uh, I won't forget it. I will not forget that conversation. I won't forget how I felt leaving that conversation. And I really won't forget how I felt leaving that conversation because... Uh, a couple of days ago now, uh, actually, it was uh, May 29th, um, my wife's grandfather passed away suddenly and unexpectedly. So we were never able to uh, schedule that breakfast and get back together and continue the conversation, continue what we were talking about as we, uh, 
as we had planned to, uh, he he passed away again. Uh, like I said, suddenly and unexpectedly. And I, uh, I'm sharing that here. I'm sharing that with you because uh, I, I really want to drive home the fact that uh, your life, you don't, you don't know the hour. Not only do you not know the hour that Jesus is coming back, but you don't know the hour that uh, is your last. You don't know the moments that are your last. You don't know the day that is your last. You don't know the seconds that will be your last. You might have a good idea, depending on your health and where you're at or what you're doing, but you don't know. You don't know. You have no true idea of what the last moments of your life are going to look like. And so the question, the question for you is, how do you want them to look? How do you want them to look to you? Not really just others, but how do you want your life to look? What do you want to be doing? And do you want to live a life full of regret or not? That's the question. And this is a question that the world, that people wrestle with in general. Uh, it doesn't uh, matter your worldview. Uh, there is a, a, a wrestling that's happening regardless of your view of your place in the world, whether or not you think that you're going back to uh, something of the world, uh, reincarnating or whatever, uh, uh, whether or not you think that this is all just pointless and uh, dust from uh, our atheistic point of view. It's, uh, it's, it's one thing or another. It doesn't really matter. Uh, you could be agnostic. Uh, it doesn't matter your worldview here. Everybody has a view of life. And the, 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 the point being is everybody's got a choice. Everybody's got a choice to uh, live life well or not. Now that part looks differently, and uh, the interpretation of that is different pending your worldview. Uh, I happen to believe that uh, God created us as men to uh, be the courageous leaders that he's called us to be, yearning for more of him and getting our priorities in line and living our life uh, in a such a way that uh, the Great Commission is not a, uh, a hindsight sort of a deal, like, oh, I wish I would have talked about that. It is in the forefront of our mind. It is part of that purpose that you're hanging up on the wall. Uh, it is something that you're constantly considering and thinking about. It's something that you are praying over. The lives of those around you, the lives of those that you're going to have an opportunity to maybe sit down at dinner one day and have a great conversation. Now you see, I'm I'm sitting here going, I wish, I wish I would have said this. I wish I would have said that. I wish I would have had uh, this here. I wish I would have taken the conversation elsewhere. I would have wish I would have done this. And at the same time, I'm not. At the same time, I'm sitting here going, I am so grateful that we got to have the conversation that we did. I see. I, I knew uh, what Tegan's, uh, what my wife's grandfather was thinking about. I knew. I knew what uh, was on his mind, uh, and I know what was on his mind is he left that night. Uh, I, I don't know that he thought that uh, that would be one of his last conversations with some of us. Uh, definitely was not on my mind. I did not think that it was going to be my last conversation with him either. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to belabor this. My, my point here is just, you just don't know. You don't know uh, when your life is no longer going to uh, be part of everybody else's life here. Uh, you don't know when, uh, you, you just don't know. Uh, you don't know. That's the point. And I'm going to keep rambling over that and saying that over and over and over again, I suppose, until you you accept that. I, I hope that you're nodding along 
in your car right now or at your desk working or wherever you're hearing this. I hope that that is settling and you just don't know. You have no clue. And that carries me into my, my next story. A few days ago, Wednesday, May 25th, I was uh, at a meeting uh, downtown Seattle for work and my wife called me and I fired back a quick text. Uh, it's one of my canned text responses. It's uh, everybody gets, I'm in a meeting right now. Uh, if this is urgent, please uh, send me a text that says urgent and I'll step out and give you a call. And my my wife replied back that it was urgent. And so I uh, stepped away from the meeting, uh, gave her a call, and I, I knew what it was probably about. She had just had another doctor's appointment as we're uh, winding down the weeks until our daughter uh, was due. And so I, I figured it was probably related to that. And sure enough, it was uh, based on her uh, ultrasound results, uh, amount of fluid and such. They wanted to go ahead and induce her uh, that day, that night, actually, uh, as, really as soon as we get to the hospital, they wanted to begin the process. And they want to do it out of precautionary measures. There's nothing there that was ultimately, this is urgent. We need to do this right here, right now. Uh, it was it was more of, hey, go home, get your things, uh, and uh, go ahead and uh, get your babysitter in order because uh, you guys are going to be here for a couple of days, sort of a deal. And uh, that was that was fine. Uh, there was nothing, nothing really uh, that... that, that that scared us about that. It was just a, it was just reality, and we've been pretty prepared for it. And it came down ultimately just to placements of uh, the umbilical cord and uh, the risk of uh, the cord getting caught uh, on our daughter as she was making her way through the birth canal. So let's do these. Uh, uh, go ahead and uh, induce it, and 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 take the baby now, so that uh, we can just be safe. And uh, we're we're fine with that. So we got to the hospital that evening. Uh, late afternoon, evening, and I uh, got checked in and got all settled, and uh, they uh, began the uh, induction process. Basically, they began uh, telling my wife's body that, hey, it is uh, time to go ahead and uh, go into labor and, uh, and and have this baby. And things were going uh, really, really well for uh, quite a while, uh, actually uh, very well. My, my wife was moving right along. She had made it to eight centimeters. Things were going great, and then uh, we went from three nurses in our room with us, or one was the, the doctor. Anyway, there's three uh, medical staff in the room with us as uh, we're progressing, and then uh, suddenly there were seven. And then in a matter of uh, moments, matter of minutes, I would say, uh, it was probably a total of maybe 10 minutes from the time the decision was made to the time that we were in the operating room. Uh, we went from a uh, natural... Uh, well, as, as natural as could be uh, with an induced labor uh, birth to uh, running down the hallway to the operating room uh, for an emergency C-section. Uh, one of the uh, doctors there, that I will forever be grateful uh, for her, uh, she you know, jumped up on the bed and, uh, and was actually holding my, my, my daughter in, in, in place in, in a way that uh, the cord couldn't get wrapped around her neck as uh, she was making her descent and they uh, got uh, my my wife and uh, daughter into the operating room and uh, performed that emergency C-section. And uh, there's not really uh, any words that I could say right now to uh, to paint a, a clear picture for you uh, and, and what that felt like. Some of you have felt and experienced similar uh, moments. Uh, some of you have, have felt that yourself. 
Some of you have uh, been in a position where you're looking down at uh, your wife and looking at her in the eyes, and uh, there's a lot going on. There's a ton going on. There's lots of voices, lots of talking, and there's a very quick surgery happening, and uh, there is uh, much, much to happen. Uh, and, and much that's needed to happen, and you don't have words to say other than it's going to be okay, but you're not really sure that it's going to be okay because you're not really sure uh, what we're looking at and what's happening. Uh, it's really difficult to make eye contact with your wife without tearing up, without uh, her seeing that you're obviously a little concerned uh, about the situation and what's going on, as any uh, normal human being would be concerned and uh, a bit perplexed as to how minutes ago, everything was going just fine. And then within seconds, there's a life that's being fought for right here, right now, potentially two. Uh, my wife's life was uh, never in danger. Uh, they did a phenomenal job protecting her and taking care of uh, her. And uh, my wife also took great care of herself this whole pregnancy, working out consistently. She was in tip-top shape for uh, that delivery on that day. Now my, my daughter, when they... Uh, pulled her out uh, via C-section. Uh, she didn't make any sound at first. Uh, there was um, a moment of uh, quiet that uh, came from her. And that's a big concern. That's a, a big concern because she uh, should have been, uh, been a full life in, in many ways. Um, so they took her out of the room real quickly. Uh, again, as a great husband, I was looking down at my wife going, oh yeah, she's great. She's She's great. Our, our daughter's great. Uh, so that, you know, there's, <laughs> I mean, what, what else do you say? I, I, I didn't know anything else. I didn't know anything else. Uh, so they did have to resuscitate our daughter, but they uh, did it very quickly. Uh, there's no ill side effects, uh, no uh, damage at all from uh, the emergency C-section, from uh, the, there's no loss of oxygen. There was, there's nothing. There's just uh, a, a moment of, a moment of concern but uh, it was quickly gone as we heard uh, our, our daughter crying in the next room and uh, knew that, okay, uh, we made it. Uh, our daughter's okay. They're taking care of patching up Tegan. All, all is good. All's, all is good. And you, you might be going, well, well Justin, why, why, why are you sharing that? And I'm, I'm sharing that, guys, because uh, for, for me, uh, this is a, a personal confession to you that uh, I get busy too. I get busy and I get caught up in life. I get caught up in my list of to-dos. I get caught up in uh, trying to maintain uh, two published podcasts a week, trying to maintain building a business outside of this, trying to maintain uh, my work uh, and and obviously be a, a dad and uh, a husband and be engaged in all of these things that I need to be engaged in. I need to be present for. I need to be uh, for lack of a better phrase, full throttle ahead, full throttle for these things because they matter, because they are roles and blessings that God has given me, that uh, God has placed me in and, and called me to. And I, I myself am aspiring to be that courageous leader, always yearning for more of him. And in this uh, moment, as I was running down the hallway, following the bed, getting my uh, surgical gown on and protective equipment as quickly as I could, so that I could be in their bedside with my wife as uh, she has uh, gone from what was uh, all intents and purposes a perfect uh, childbirth to a emergency C-section and is in uh, some uh, panic, as, as you might, uh, might guess, might assume. 
there's there's moments where I'm thinking, what if what if what if she doesn't make it? What if my daughter doesn't make it? What if? And I realize that life itself, again, it's it's gone in the blink of an eye. You don't know when, you don't know how, you don't know what it's gonna be, you don't know what your last moments are gonna be like. And that's why it's so important for us to be uh, clear-minded, aware, and engaged in what God has called us to do. Because I, I mentioned that, yeah, I've got a list of things. I've got a list of roles that I need to, I need to fulfill. I need to pay attention to. But my priority in all of those things has got to be to be yearning for more Jesus in my life, to be drawing nearer to Him, to uh, seek Him for my strength, to allow Him to fill up my well. That needs to be my priority. Everything else is going to fall into place. Everything else, it's it's going to work out. It's going to make it. You're 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 going to make it happen. But if you allow all of your busyness, all of your perceived, all of your perceived hassles of life, if you allow those to get in the way of what's truly important, what truly matters, then you're going to be chasing something down a hallway, into an emergency room, into an operating room, wondering. Wondering if you made any mistakes, wondering if you left anything on the left anything on the field. Maybe it's you that's getting rushed into the operating room. Or maybe it's you that loses your life unexpectedly. Maybe you don't wake up tomorrow. Maybe you get in that car wreck. Maybe your life does end in an instance then what? It's over. It's over. When you take your last breath, it's your last breath. Here. It's your last breath here. That's it. Finished. How often do you think about that? How often? How often do you recognize the fact that this day is a gift this day that you have is a gift. It's a gift. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? Use it well, gentlemen. Use it well. Because you don't know. And I don't know. But what I do know is that God has called me to do something. To actually live this life. To not waste it. And to live it for Him. As a courageous leader in my community, in my family, in my church, in my workplace, as a courageous leader stepping up for my faith, stepping up for what I believe and stepping up for the kingdom, to stand in that gap, to care more about the salvation of those around me to care about, than to care about my, my own personal comforts, my, my complacency, my comfort zone. And to always yearn for more of him, to draw near to him, to want more Jesus in my life. I, it sounds so simple. It sounds so simple. And it is. That's why I love the phrase, courageously leading, always yearning, clay in his hands. Clay in his hands. 
God, mold us to be the men that you have called us to be in our lives, in our places, where you've placed us. God, make us, make us the men that we need to be. And take us, what we need, take us through what we need to go through to become those men. God, we know it's not always going to be easy. We know it's not always going to be comfortable. And it shouldn't be. And we shouldn't want it to be. So God, would you uh, just use, use this time. Use this moment. And use these next conversations that we can have as, as men with other men to raise up a generation of warriors seeking first your kingdom. Seeking first your glory. All these things, Lord, in your name. Amen. So gentlemen, if you got something out of today's episode, if it made you think, if it caused questions, if it raised questions, if it made you wonder, then share it. Share the episode and continue the conversation. Continue breaking down some of these walls that the world has allowed us to build up around some of these topics and encourage one another to live life, live life in a way that's when you finish when you're done, you've finished well. You ran this race well. You've given it your best. You've given it your everything. Everything. Everything.